Good morning. This is Send7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Tuesday, the 26th of October 2021. Starting in Africa today, in Sudan, the military has performed a coup d'etat. The Sudanese military took complete control of the country yesterday, removing and arresting the members of a transitional government that was formed after the removal of dictator Omar al-Bashir in 2019. The transitional government was formed by half-military and half-civilian members, and they chose civilian Abdallah Hamdok as Prime Minister. Hamdok was removed as Prime Minister yesterday and has been arrested. The chairman of the transitional government, military leader General Abdul Fattah al-Buran, said yesterday that the transitional government had been dissolved and that state governors had been removed. However, he also said that elections will still be held as planned in 2023. Anti-military protests took place all around Sudan yesterday, with thousands of protesters blocking roads in Khartoum. According to the Sudanese Doctors' Committee, three people have died of gunshots, and over 80 have been injured. There have been reports of internet shortages. Employees of Sudan's central bank have declared an immediate strike, rejecting the military takeover. The head of the African Union, Musa Faki Mahmat, said that he was dismayed at the situation in Sudan and called for immediate talks between the civilian and military leaders of the transitional government. The United States said that it rejects the actions of the military and demanded the return of a civilian government. The European Union and the UK government both said that the Sudanese military had betrayed the transition to democracy. Head of the United Nations, Antonio Guterres, said in a tweet that he condemns the military coup and demanded the release of Prime Minister Hamdok and all other officials. Nigeria has released a digital currency. The government said that the e-Naira will always maintain the same value as the Naira, Nigeria's currency. President Mohamed Bahari said yesterday that Nigeria is the first African country and one of the first in the world to release a digital currency. We have become the first country in Africa and one of the first in the world to introduce a digital currency to our students. Europe, in the United Kingdom, former Facebook employee Francis Hogan described to Parliament yesterday how Facebook was increasing hate. Hogan, who spoke in the US Senate a few weeks ago, told members of Parliament that Facebook awarded hate by making hateful adverts cheaper. Ads are priced partially based on the likelihood that people like them, reshare them, do other things to interact with them, click through on a link. An ad that gets more engagement is a cheaper ad, 
We have seen that it, over and over again in Facebook's research, it is easier to provoke people to anger than to empathy or compassion. And so we are literally subsidizing hate on these platforms. It is cheaper substantially to run an angry, hateful, divisive ad than it is to run a compassionate, empathetic ad. Russia is continuing to report record numbers of new COVID-19 infections and deaths. The health ministry is currently reporting more than a thousand people a day dying of COVID-19. Only 36% of people in Russia have been vaccinated, much less than the average for the world, which is 49%. Speaking to a meeting of Pacific nations yesterday, head of the World Health Organization Dr. Tedros Adhanom said that the pandemic will end when the world chooses. The pandemic will end when the world chooses to end it. It is in our hands. We have all the tools we need, effective public health tools and effective medical tools. Unlike so many other health challenges, we can prevent this disease. We can test for it and we can treat it. But those tools have not been shared equitably. Asia, in Pakistan, radical Islamists have fought with police in the city of Lahore. Supporters of the banned party Tehrik e Labyak demonstrated, demanding the release of their leader, Saad Rizvi. Al Jazeera has reported that two policemen and two protesters were killed in fighting. Uzbekistan's president, Shavkat Mirziyoyev, has won more than 80% of votes in a presidential election, according to the Election Commission. International observers have criticised the election for not offering real alternatives and for irregularities on election day. Turkey's president, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, has reversed his decision to expel 10 foreign ambassadors, Erdogan said that he would allow the ambassadors to stay after statements from the countries that their ambassadors would not interfere in Turkish affairs. America's Colombia has said that drug lord Dairo Antonio Usuga will be extradited to the United States. Usuga was captured on Saturday by the Colombian military in an operation that involved 500 people and 22 helicopters. Colombia had a reward of around $800,000 for information leading to Usuga's capture. The US have a reward of $5 million. And in the United States, the company Tesla has passed a market value of $1 trillion. The value of Tesla rose this week as the rental company Hertz placed an order for 100,000 electric cars. Tesla is the seventh company in the world to pass a trillion-dollar value, after five other American tech companies and one Chinese state-owned energy company. That's your world news in seven minutes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Send7Podcast. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a fantastic day, and I will see you tomorrow.